0: What a difference a week makes. Last week at this time, Bitcoin was way down, marking the first time that we were actually underwater in our DCA investment strategy so far. This week, Bitcoin is way up. Dollar cost averaging is a long-term strategy, but the last two weeks certainly do illustrate exactly what DCA is all about. This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. Welcome to the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast DCA Wednesday Edition. Today is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021, and this is going to be our 11th stack in this dollar cost average journey together. But before we get into that, a look at the stats. As you might be familiar with, Bitcoin has surged in the last 24 hours, rising all the way up to as high as $55,400 before settling in right around the $55,000 mark. More importantly, transaction volume is obviously through the roof as well. Depending where you check, the 24-hour transaction volume is sitting at about 3.31 transactions per second, and that's as opposed to 2.85 transactions per second last week, or 3.30 transactions a second two weeks ago. And even that number doesn't give the full picture, because the mempool is filling up and filling up fast. Currently, there are over 43,000 transactions pending in the mempool, and it's estimated that it's going to take more than 22 blocks just to clear the current orders. Obviously, that 3.31 transactions per second is an average over the last 24 hours, and Bitcoin really didn't take off until just a couple of hours ago. Uh, There wasn't anywhere near that much trading in the middle of the night, for example. But before we let this get away from us like I almost did last week, let's get into that stack. In case you're just joining us or you're not familiar with DCA or dollar cost averaging is, Dollar cost averaging is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals regardless of price. As they say, time in the markets beats timing the markets every time it's tried. As I mentioned, this is going to be our 11th stack on this journey that we started all the way back on Wednesday, July 28th. We've stacked $200 so far including our fees and that stacking has purchased us 437,771 sats worth a total of two hundred and forty one dollars and eighty seven cents uh as i said we've invested two hundred dollars so far so we're already up uh quite a bit and uh for those of you who've been saying well i don't have enough money to invest or uh i'm I'm a little bit too late we just started in july and we're already in the green quite a bit and why did we choose twenty dollars as our figure to stack well if you're a first-time listener Uh, The reason we picked $20 is because it isn't a lot of money for the average listener here in the United States or Europe or other parts of the world. However, in places like El Salvador or in Africa, $20 is a lot of money. Uh, Often you see on Reddit or Twitter people asking, am I too late? I don't have a lot of money. I only have $20. I only have $50. Should I even bother? Am I wasting my time? And you can see that even just $20 is already added up to what would be a month's salary for the average family in a place like El Salvador. So even just by stacking a tiny bit over a long period of time, uh, you're gonna build yourself that nest egg. And again, this is not financial advice. Uh, This is a journey where I'm exploring dollar cost averaging and hopefully you're following along and watching and then you can do your own research and make up your own opinion. Uh, but But I think the data speaks for itself Although this is a long-term strategy and we really are just getting started Uh, and it's also really easy to look like a genius in a bull market. So uh, only time will tell. But hey, you do you. Hopefully this podcast will give you some insight that you can use to help form your own opinions while you're doing your own research. And again, pick a number, whatever you feel comfortable with. But most importantly, never invest any money that you need right now. Certainly don't invest any money that you can't afford to lose. Again. This is a long term strategy and obviously no investments are a sure thing. But if you believe in Bitcoin, if you believe in the future that Bitcoin is going to make for us, uh, if you feel like I do, then uh, let's get ready and stack. All right, as usual, we're going to stack using the handy dandy cash app this week. Again, if you don't have the cash app, uh, there is a referral link in the show notes. And if you click on that link, use that referral code to uh, download and install Cash App, follow their terms and conditions, you'll get $5 free just for trying it out and we'll get $5 as well and that'll certainly help us out. Uh, I actually have my debit card linked to Cash App so I don't normally keep any money in there, but I'm gonna go ahead and add $20 and I'm gonna scroll over to the Bitcoin button. And as I previously mentioned, Cash App will let you automate this, uh, but I just prefer to click buy and manually enter my purchases. Uh, but if you want to, instead of doing a one-time order, uh, you can set up an automatically, re- an automatically reoccurring investment. Uh, that's probably the easiest way for a lot of people to stack, but I just like to actually see what I'm buying to physically press send. Something just seems more satisfying about that to me personally, uh, although it could also be uh, more of a pain in the took us for you, as Adam Meister is so prone to say. Uh, And you can also enter custom orders on Cash App now. In addition to your DCA, uh, if you wanna make sure you catch that dip, which often happens in the middle of the night, um, you can go ahead and set up a custom order as well. But we're gonna go ahead and do a one-time purchase. And I'm going to select $20. And then it's gonna ask to confirm. And just like that, boom, we have purchased an additional 35,383 sats at a price of $55,252.52. Obviously, Cash App charges about two and a quarter percent in fees, so we spent 45 cents in fees and purchased uh, $19.55 for the Bitcoin for a total of $20. And also, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, uh, you can use whatever app you want to buy your Bitcoin. Uh, We use Cash App because it's easy. Uh, The fees are relatively cheap. There are cheaper ways to buy Bitcoin. But then again, uh, Square will currently still let you transfer your Bitcoin to your hardware wallet for free as long as you meet their terms and conditions. So uh, when fees are a little more expensive, sometimes not having to pay the sats for the mining fee make up for at least part of that that fee. And Cash App is just so easy and it's on your phone so uh, we're gonna maybe try a few other apps in future episodes but right now uh, Cash App has just been really super easy. Plus we think Jack Dorsey is just good for the space in general so it's it's nice to support his project. All right so after today's purchase that brings our stack up to 473,154 Sats, currently worth $261.42 Uh, And that's not too shabby, considering we've only stacked $220. All right, now that we've gotten the stack out of the way without falling too far behind, hopefully, uh, what are some of the things that have been in the news recently? As you know, last week I was flabbergasted because there was literally nothing negative in the news, except for outside of Bitcoin. People were worried about Evergrande, and the stock market was down. People worried about the the budget process, reconciliation bill, the infrastructure bill. And the debt ceiling, uh, but in general, it was just good news after good news, and Bitcoin was down to forty-two thousand. Uh, it was it was almost mind-boggling. Uh, since then, it's rebounded all the way to fifty-five thousand, and without a whole lot more in the way of good news. In fact, uh, Bitcoin even decoupled from the stock market. The market was up today, but previously the market had been down, and Bitcoin continued. It's Rally, first up to 50, breaking 50 again, and then it was 52, and then then surged to 55. Uh, The only good news out there isn't exactly earth-shattering. Bank of America and a couple other banks have finally decided that they have to to embrace Bitcoin. Uh, Transaction volume is up, but you would expect transaction volume to be up when FOMO kicks in with the price gains. Uh, One of the news stories out there that people have been pointing to but isn't exactly new news either is that Brazil might be the next company to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender? Uh, the legislation has cleared the committee, but it hasn't quite been passed into law yet. And there's some contention whether this is going to be basically uh, a regulation bill more than it is the use of Bitcoin. Uh, it's been compared to the New York Bit License by some online. I haven't actually read the specifics, uh, but from what I have heard, uh, anything is a step forward. Not anything, but Uh, It certainly seems like it would be at least a step forward as more countries in Central and South America begin to adopt Bitcoin. It practically doesn't even really matter if Brazil tries to throw a roadblock or two up in the way because uh, as Bitcoin continues to grow, my firm belief is that it's going to eat the financial system the same way the internet and email is eaten postal mail and and the same way that internet commerce, e-commerce, Amazon has closed down the mom and pop shops, which Arguably, is not necessarily a good thing, Um, but um, you you can throw your roadblocks in the way and Bitcoin keeps marching on, as we've seen with China trying to ban Bitcoin for the 15th or 16th time, and uh, Bitcoin trading is still reasonably active. Also in the news today, the Lightning Network. The number of active Lightning Network addresses has gone up dramatically, uh, leading one to wonder exactly how many of those are people in El Salvador or if Lightning Network is taking off organically in other places, or maybe as a result of people seeing the success in El Salvador. Either way, it all seems to be good for crypto. Uh, Speaking of crypto Twitter, uh, Plan B, or at $100 USD on Twitter, nailed it with his predictions for the absolute bottoms for August and September, coming in pretty much to the penny. Uh, If he's correct, we're going to close this month out at $64,000. Uh, and it wouldn't be too hard to see how that's certainly going to happen. Last time we spoke, we were down about 30% from our all-time high, which was 175 days ago on April 14th. Uh, now we're only down 14.8%. So Bitcoin—I mean, who knows where it's going to go? Again, we don't have a crystal ball. I do firmly believe in number go up te- in number go up technology, but we're only 14.8% away from a new all-time high. And when you consider that Bitcoin's gone up 33.77% in the last seven days, what's another 14.8%, right? All right, now that we've gotten the stack out of the way without falling too far behind, hopefully, uh, what are some of the things that have been in the news recently? As you know, last week I was flabbergasted because there was literally nothing negative in the news except for outside of Bitcoin. People were worried about Evergrande and the stock market was down, people worried about the... Um, the budget process the reconciliation bill the infrastructure bill and the debt ceiling uh, but in general it was just good news after good news and bitcoin was down to forty-two thousand. Uh, it was it was almost mind-boggling uh, since then it's rebounded all the way to fifty-five thousand, and without a whole lot more in the way of good news in fact uh, bitcoin even decoupled from the stock market the market was up today but Previously, the market had been down and Bitcoin continued its rally, first up to 50, breaking 50 again, and then it was 52, and then then surged to 55. Uh, The only good news out there isn't exactly earth-shattering. Bank of America and a couple other banks have finally decided that they have to to embrace Bitcoin. Uh, Transaction volume is up, but you would expect transaction volume to be up when FOMO kicks in with the price gains. Uh, one of the news stories out there that people have been pointing to, but isn't exactly new news either, is that Brazil might be the next company to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. Uh, the legislation has cleared the committee, but it hasn't quite been passed into law yet. And there's some contention whether this is going to be basically uh, a regulation bill more than it is the use of Bitcoin. Uh, it's been compared to the New York Bit License by some online. I haven't actually read the specifics. Uh, but from what I have heard, uh, anything is a step forward. Not anything, but uh, it certainly seems like it would be at least a step forward as more countries in Central and South America begin to adopt Bitcoin. It practically doesn't even really matter if Brazil tries to throw a roadblock or two up in the way because uh, as Bitcoin continues to grow, my firm belief is that it's going to eat the financial system the same way the internet and email is eaten postal mail it's Uh, And in the same way that internet commerce, e-commerce, Amazon has closed down the mom and pop shops, which arguably is not necessarily a good thing. Um, But, um, you know, you can throw your roadblocks in the way and Bitcoin keeps marching on, as we've seen with China trying to ban Bitcoin for the 15th or 16th time. And uh, Bitcoin trading is still reasonably active. Also in the news today, the Lightning Network, the number of active Lightning Network addresses has gone up dramatically uh, leading one to wonder exactly how many of those are people in El Salvador or if Lightning Network is taking off organically in other places or maybe as a result of people seeing the success in El Salvador either way it all seems to be good for crypto Uh, speaking of crypto Twitter uh, plan B or at 100 trillion USD on Twitter nailed it with his predictions for the absolute bottoms for August and September coming in pretty much to the penny Uh, If he's correct, we're going to close this month out at $64,000. And it wouldn't be too hard to see how that's certainly going to happen. Last time we spoke, we were down about 30% from our all-time high, which was 175 days ago on April 14th. Uh, Now we're only down 14.8%. So Bitcoin, I mean, who knows where it's going to go. Again, we don't have a crystal ball. I do firmly believe in in number-go-up technology. But we're only 14.8% away from a new all-time high. And when you consider that Bitcoin's gone up 33.77% in the last seven days, what's another 14.8%, right? Plan B posited on Twitter at the end of September, what will trigger the next leg of the Bitcoin bull market? Will it be EFT approval by the SEC? National adoption? The next El Salvador, for example, which may very well be Brazil, as we just mentioned. The Lightning Network slash Strike Surprise, another Jack Mahler's announcement, for example. Maybe Apple, Amazon, Google, or Microsoft adopting Bitcoin? Some other killer use case? The next Michael Saylor or Paul Tudor Jones? Or China making a U-turn? You can probably forget about China making a U-turn. The point is, nobody really knows, but more importantly, the sky is the limit. With all the good news we've had about Bitcoin recently, and all the FUD in the past, hopefully the China FUD being behind us, hopefully the SEC FUD being mostly behind us, I just don't see any way that this bull run is anywhere near over yet. Hey, if you've been enjoying this podcast and you would like to help support us, there are a number of ways you can do so. Obviously, as we mentioned, if you do have the ability to tip on Twitter and you're not already, you can follow us. And we're at BTC Bulletin Pod on Twitter. Uh, so we'd appreciate the follow. And uh, if you have the ability, you can tip us there. Also, if you don't have the Cash App already and you would like to use the Cash App to add to your stack, there is a referral link in the show notes. And if you sign up for Cash App and follow their terms and conditions, but if you do so by clicking on that referral link in the show notes, uh, you'll get five bucks free and we'll get five bucks free as well just for you signing up. Another way is I've written several books, but the one that is most relevant to this podcast is Understanding Bitcoin for Noobs. And it's available at both amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. And And obviously by purchasing any of my books, that will help support the podcast. You can also support us directly through anchor.com and there's a support link in the show notes. And last but not least, we also include a base 32 Bitcoin address in the show notes where you can send us Bitcoin directly if you choose to do so. And if you'd like to contact me or give us any suggestions on what you'd like about the show or what you don't like about the show, again, we're at BTCBulletinPod on Twitter. And you can also contact me via email at BitcoinBulletin at ProtonMail.com. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast, DCA Wednesday Edition. As usual, thank you for listening and keep stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.